Hello and welcome to today's podcast. My name is Amber. My website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. I am a Reiki master and a Reiki teacher and a trained shamanic practitioner. And my work is focused on core wound healing, life purpose programs, transformational calls and readings and sacred union work. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. So before we go into the main body of today's podcast, I just want to say a really massive thank you to everyone that listens to these podcasts and has been supporting me and this work over the years. Um, It's always fascinating to see the demographics of where people are uh, listening from uh, around the world. Um, And it's, it's wonderful to see all the different countries and all the different places in the world that one is able to reach through the wonders of technology. So um, thank you also for all your emails and your messages of support on social media. It means so much and it's so, so beautiful. Every time I get a message from someone saying that a podcast has helped in some way or they've been inspired in some way, it it touches my heart so deeply, I can't even tell you. Um, Some of you have also been asking how you can support this work um and so thank you for that uh, that offering there is a donations page on the website if you go to the home tab click on it there's a drop down menu that says donations and you can donate as much or as little as you feel like towards the podcast um and all of the money that you donate goes straight back into the work it means i can create more podcasts and more content um as some of you know and some of you don't don't know <clears throat> that um you know, hosting this stuff, putting podcasts out there, hosting websites and all of that, it it not only costs financially, but it it costs um, energetically. Um, And I do it for free because it's important to reach as many people as possible, especially at this time. But any donations that you make just means that I can do more of this work and reach more people. And that's just a great thing, a really great thing. So um, yeah, that's sacredspacehealing.org click on the home button and then press the donations page and it's all set up there for you. So today's podcast is, um, I haven't really got a title for it yet, maybe that will come to me by the end of the podcast, but the question that I want to pose is, what if everything that you were told was a lie? What if everything that we have been sold has been a lie? What if we are being asked to question everything at this point in our journey as souls on planet Earth? It's something quite interesting to ponder. It's a realization that I had quite recently, actually. Um, I've talked about this in another podcast. I watched a film called Dominion um, not so long ago which is a documentary, and it's narrated uh, by Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's also involved in the production of the documentary, but I I could be wrong there. But um, I stumbled across this documentary, really. You know, I was just looking for something good to watch, and I stumbled across this and thought I'd give it a go. And I was absolutely floored by the level of brutality that I witnessed in the film. For those of you that don't know, it's um, a documentary about the farming industry across the world. And it takes you through all the our major kind of farming groups, if you like, um, c- cattle, uh, lambs and sheep, chickens, rabbits, 
um, turkeys, uh, dogs as well, I think, and seafood. I might have missed out a couple there. Oh, and pigs, that's it. Um, It actually starts off with um, pig farming. And takes you through what, 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 what the truth of farming actually is. So when I first watched the film, I mean, I couldn't even watch it all the way through. I had to stop halfway through. I, I'd never cried like that um, over a film in my life. I mean, I, I was just hysterical. Um, it was devastating. It was traumatic. It was painful. And it was astounding, kind of staggering in its Im- immensity of what I was witnessing, which was that I had been fed a lie from the moment I was born. My parents had been fed a lie. Um, everyone in my my social circle had been fed a lie. Um, everything that I'd been told at school was a lie. Everything that I was seeing on TV was a lie. Because the reality of the farming industry was and is that there is incredible suffering and pain that happens to animals within the industry. And lots of people switch off as soon as you say this. You know, I've had people on social media switch off. Um, It's very triggering for people. We don't want to hear this because it shakes the very foundations of our existence. We have been told from a young age, it's that we, we need to drink milk to have strong, healthy bones and we need to eat meat in order to have enough protein and, you know, start, start your day on an egg. And all of these kind of phrases have become part of our everyday living. When I was growing up, um, we had, uh, I think there was a brand of cheese called Happy Cow or the Laughing Cow, something like that. And it was, it was like manna. It was this thing that I absolutely adored. Um, I spent some of my childhood out of the UK and um, where we were, you know, th- supplies like this were just, they were gold. So this was my like weekly treat was to have this little triangle of cheese on a cracker or on some toast. I mean, it was just the most incredible thing. I And I continue to love this cheese and devour it throughout my, um, my childhood years, um, up until my teens, really. And the picture on the front of it is of a happy cow and all our butter ads and all our chicken ads and all our kind of, you know, beef ads. And we see these animals frolicking through the fields and they're really happy and they do a mood to the camera. And then we don't make the connection between this happy sentient being and what we're actually consuming. We somehow feel that what we're consuming is this happy sentient being that said, oh, you know what, I'm going to sacrifice my life for you because your need is greater than mine, or you can have my milk, it's fine. But we're not joining the dots. And when I watched this film, I joined the dots and I suddenly realized that everything that I'd been sold was a lie. And that my parents had bought into this lie because, you know, they passionately believed that if you didn't have meat on your plate, something was going to, you know, you'd get ill. Um, now I feel that we come to this planet completely knowing the truth. It's just that we we're, we're babies. We've got this incredibly wise soul that's housed in a baby's body and the body that we're housed in doesn't know how to walk yet and can't speak yet and is unable to articulate itself to a high degree. And so our innate desires and our innate knowings get superseded and get kind of overridden by adults in inverted commas by others who have more power over us and tell us what to do when I was a child I I think I was like 
four or five years old, five years old, something like that. Um, this is my first recollection of 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 this kind of 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 my realities of my knowing kind of conflicting with the reality in which I was living in. Um, my mum had made me had made us our evening meal and she put the plates down on the table and I saw this meat on my plate and I asked my mum, what is this? And um, she was quite tentative and actually telling me what it was. She was just sort of saying, it's meat, you should eat it. And I was saying, no, no, but what is it? Where has where it come from? What's the animal? And she told me it was lamb. And when she told me that I had lamb on my plate, I got I couldn't stop crying. I got hysterical. Like I couldn't, I couldn't understand it. I kept saying to her, what do you mean? It's a lamb. It's, but that's a baby. I just couldn't understand. I kept saying, what do you mean? It's a baby lamb. I don't want to eat a baby lamb. Why would I eat a baby? I was absolutely distraught because all I could see in my mind was a little baby lamb kind of bleating and and running through the fields in this, in this, I mean, you don't get a, a more beautiful image of innocence than a baby lamb. And then, and that was on my plate. But why would I want to consume a sentient being? I just couldn't understand that. And of course, my will got overridden because I was a child and I was under the duty of care of my parents who had been programmed to believe that meat meant that they would be somehow healthier, who had been programmed to believe that it was the lamb's duty to sacrifice itself so we could eat, who had been programmed to such an extent that they didn't see the connection between the the devouring of a sentient being and how much that disconnects us from our planet and each other and from true to spirituality. And that was the first time that my inner knowing came up against this wall of the world that I was in. And it was the first time that I questioned the reality that I was being fed. And I continued to question it throughout my life. I still question now the the reality, the things that I'm told that just don't feel true. They don't feel right. I think we're, we're in a really amazing time in our, in our trajectory. I mean, it's incredibly challenging, but it's amazing in the sense that we're sort of seeing so many lies being exposed. You know, we're, we're seeing, how much we've been manipulated by the media, by social media, by uh, celebrity, um, how much of it is an is a weaving of stories that we've made our reality, but underneath it all, there is a reality that none of us are really looking at because to look at it means that we have to look at the layers of suffering that we have allowed to happen century upon century because we have bought into a lie. So it's a fascinating time in which to live because we are being shown that a lot of the institutions and the people um, and the ideas that we put store into, we were buying into a lie. We were being played. We've been programmed. And as we break free from that programming and from that matrix, we suddenly realize how much is at odds with truth. So after I watched this documentary, Dominion, um, well, I didn't go back to meet for a start. Uh, it was I just couldn't get the images out of my head, and that just shows you the power of of the media. You know that that one image can affect us so deeply, and then think about the number of images that we're bombarded with on a daily basis. But then, what I started to find staggering was watching adverts on TV and seeing the complete disconnect. You know, suddenly I'm seeing uh, a happy lamb bouncing through the fields and then the next minute 
I'm being shown a lamb steak and I'm being told that the two are okay. Like how are the two compatible? If we just, if you remove the lamb and you just put a human or a three-year-old child in that advert and one minute you've got a three-year-old kind of running through the fields laughing and 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 having fun and playing and then the next minute you see a slab of meat on your plate I mean you're not going to find that appetizing are you and yet we do because we've been so programmed to disconnect the sentient being from the slab of meat on our plate so it got me questioning everything you know it got me thinking about what if everything that we've put our store in has been based on an illusion? The Buddha said, question everything. And I think we live in a world now where what we tend to do is question the truth, but never question a lie. We question those that are coming from a space of integrity. So you're more likely to get attacked for your beliefs if you're vegan uh, or anti-war than if you're uh, peddling the other falsehood. That's the kind of bizarre world that we live in at the moment, is that we seem to be questioning and attacking truth and buying into the falsehood. And I think the reason we do that is because it's much more convenient to buy into a falsehood. It would be much more convenient to clamp our ears to the screams of those that have been slaughtered, uh, whether human or, or animal. It's much easier for us to do that than to be momentarily uncomfortable in having to shift and realign and rethink our choices in life. Something like veganism, and I'm not a fully-fledged vegan. I'm still trying to find my way in it. So I'm not preaching because I'm converted or I'm some master at this. I am finding it equally challenging because what veganism asks is that we don't exploit an animal in any way and that covers everything from wool to leather to honey um to just so many things i mean it's so the exploitation of sentient beings the exploitation of animals the exploitation of the vulnerable is interwoven into our fabric of life so it requires us to uh, to disconnect to unplug from a fabric that we've almost been born into and to create a different way of living, which is not impossible, but it creates a discomfort that many of us run from. Um, so it, it, it means something like veganism asks us, for example, asks us to question everything. You know, question where do we get our nutrients from? You know, what, how do we eat? Um, how do we prepare our food? Why do we eat certain foods? Uh, why are we consuming certain brands? It, it asks us to question the authenticity, the integrity of the adverts that we see. It asks us to question the the whole fabric of society that we live in. Why would we consume something that causes, that has, why would we consume something that contains the energy of fear and death, that causes death to the cells of our body, makes us sick, then means that we have to take tablets in order to feel better. And so we become further disconnected from our natural state of being. Why would we do that when the things that can feed us and provide us with sustenance and make us feel good are readily available, such as plants and pulses and fruits and clean water? 
Why would we get so disconnected that we need to eat up mashed up intestines and offal, put in a burger called a nugget, covered in salt and additives and preservatives and colorings? Why would we do that to ourselves? We would only do that if we were being force-fed, if we were being fed a lie that we've all bought into. One of the main reasons why I couldn't buy into that lie as I was a child growing up was because I had allergies to practically everything. Um, I've talked about this in my teaching circles, is that it was like my innate level of truth was so strong that it just didn't fit in with the reality in which I was born into. I mean, I think these days it's so much easier to eat healthily than it was when I was a child. So when I was very young, I was allergic to all additives, all colorings, basically anything artificial that was put into food. Now, back in the day, that's the only way our food was created. Everything had E numbers in it. I mean, you know, these days, our foods luckily don't have E numbers in them, or it's rare that they do. But when I was a child, everything had E numbers in it. Uh, your, Your cakes and pastries and crisps and treats and breads. I mean, everything had an E number in it. So I basically couldn't eat anything unless it was pure or inc- or natural or, you know, I could have fruit and veg, uh, pulses and rice. And so I was lucky enough, if you like, in some ways that I di- didn't get sucked into that programming of th- these Uh, ways of eating and ways of being which are out of alignment with our body because I just couldn't do it. My body was rejecting it. Now, lots of people have that. I mean, I still meet people who say, oh, well, I can't really eat wheat because it makes me sick or I can't really eat dairy because it makes me ill, but I just love the taste of cheese. So they're not really listening to their bodies. Their bodies are saying, I don't want this. This is a poison. It doesn't make me feel good. Now, why is it a poison? Well, because if we research ever deeper into these industries, we discover that we're not really meant to be drinking cow milk. Cow milk is for baby cows. It's not meant for us. We're not meant to be drinking goat milk. It's for baby goats. It's not meant for us. And then we look at the way these sentient beings are treated and we see that cows are forcibly impregnated. They then carry a, uh, a baby for nine months, they give birth and the baby is immediately taken away from them. As soon as the the mother starts lactating, the baby is ripped away from them. And the, the, the cows lament, they cry for their babies for days and weeks and months on end. You've got so much footage showing mother cows running off the vans that have got their kids in them, just not understanding what's happening. Like, why would their baby be taken away from them? They're then plugged into machines and relentlessly milked for our dairy industry. Um, Once their milk runs out, they're impregnated again and the whole cycle starts again. And then eventually when they're spent, when their bodies are spent because they're giving birth, they're being impregnated and giving birth at a scale that would not happen naturally, they're killed off. Their babies are taken away and fattened, forcibly fattened up with water and grain so that they have more meat on them and they're then slaughtered within six months to a year. A lot of them die because the force feeding of water and grain kind of ruptures their bodies. That becomes veal. And then that becomes part of our leather industry. Why would we want to consume something that requires us to create so much pain in the world? Ultimately, spiritually, we know that we are here to do good in the world, that we are caretakers of this planet. We're not here to destroy this planet. Why would we do that? And yet we see that our actions are destroying the planet. 
People talk about global warming and then it's slammed down and we're told that it's not really happening. It's a lie. Yet traveling around the world, we can see that the planet, planet Earth, is eroding. We no longer live in a world where we have seasons. There used to be a time when we would have very defined seasons of autumn, winter, spring and summer. And this was important for our internal rhythm. So we would have a time of hibernation and a time of germination and a time of blossoming and a time of, uh, of really blooming, you know, and we would, we would get the full intensity of those seasons where our bodies contract with cold and then they expand with the heat and the sun. And we don't get that anymore. We kind of have a low level mizzle of nothing when it comes to weather. That is a direct result of what we are doing to the planet we know with chemtrails, we know with um, this kind of low level of fog that can hang over cities, that we're never really getting to experience true sunlight. We're never really feeling the rays of the sun on our skin, which is so important for us in terms of vitamin D and uh, lifting depression and lifting mood. We need this. We need fresh air. We need clean water. We need sunlight on our bodies in order for us to grow, to thrive, and yet we are being denied those very things and we're allowing ourselves to be denied those things because we are buying into industries that are destroying the planet and we're buying into industries that destroy the planet because we are mind-programmed and we're not questioning the reality that we're being fed. And more and more, our reality is becoming constructed as we disappear into video games, into social media, as we disappear into uh, all kinds of social networking things, as we disappear into our phones um, and alternate realities, as we disappear into AI technology, we get more and more disconnected from our planet, which is a very sensory experience which is a very simple experience. You plant something and it grows, you tend to it and you create life. We are here to live alongside the other species on this planet, not to destroy them because somehow we feel that we are better, yet we've been programmed to believe that we are better. It's called speciesism. So what if everything that we were told was a lie? What if everything that we were told was a manipulation? What if we knew, what, we, what if we had innate knowing in ourselves of what is the truthful way, of what is the harmonious way to live on this planet? Because each of us has that, I believe. Some of us have it buried deeper than others, but each of us has that innate knowing of what is our function on this planet, of how we are supposed to live on this planet in harmony with our environment. I don't have an answer. I'm not going to run you through every lie that I feel is out there because I have nothing to back that up. And it's just my opinion. And why should you listen to my opinion more than anyone else's? But the purpose of this podcast, I feel, is to ask that question. What if everything that we were told was a lie? Where do we put our faith? Where do we get our knowing from? What if we don't get our knowing from textbooks, from the internet, from television, from world leaders, from religious leaders, from celebrities? What if we don't get our knowing from our parents? For even from our peers and our community, where do we get our knowing from? And I think this is where we come back to self. We get our knowing, our truth, our radar from ourselves. 
And the more connected we are to self, to spirit, to, to a higher self, to a higher consciousness, we cannot help but be connected to this planet, to other sentient beings on this planet. We cannot help but be connected. A really good indicator of how disconnected we are is to see how, how, how we behave in the world. If we're lying and stealing and cheating and harming and hurting and polluting and destroying. It's a really good indicator that we are disconnected from ourselves and from our higher self and from our higher consciousness because we wouldn't do it. We couldn't do it if we were residing in our highest selves, if we were residing in a space of the heart, if we were residing in a place of truth and integrity, we couldn't cause harm to another because we would realize that we are all connected. Why would we want to hurt another? To cause pain on another is to cause pain on ourselves. And we would know that whatever we put out in the world is going to come back at us. How can we possibly think that consuming the energy of theft or fear is going to be good for us. All those stress hormones, hormones that we consume when we kill animals, the intense level of fear and pain that they go through in their small little lives, when they don't have a voice, when they are unable to free themselves from imprisonment, when they lack the hands and the feet and the the, the fingers and the toes, when they need us, when they're so helpless, when they need us to show them the way, we betray them and let them down and we consume them. How can we possibly think that consuming that energy is going to make us fitter and stronger and healthier? It means we are out of alignment. It means we have lost our way. It means we have bought into the lie. So... My invitation in today's podcast is to ask you, what if everything that you were told was a lie? Not just about food. I mean, I, I seem to have talked about that more than anything else, but about everything. What if everything that you were told about relationships was a lie? That the woman has to be surrendered, that she has to call the man to her, that she is the magnetic force, that he must be the provider. What if everything that you were told about twin flames in inverted commas was a lie that there is another half of you somewhere out in the universe that there is a runner phase and that there is a uh, a chasing phase and that there is a separation phase and that there is a union phase and that um there's only a certain number of twin flames that can come into union what if all of that was a lie what if everything that you were told about this universe was a lie about the levels of existence? What if everything that you were told about self-care was a lie? <laughs> you know, we're, we can go on social media and we're told, cut this out of your life and do this and do that. I mean, we're bombarded with what self-care means. But what if it was all a lie? What if you know the truth of self-care? What if you know the truth of sacred union? What if you know the truth of what your body needs to consume in order to feel healthy? And that isn't dead meat. It isn't animal produce. It could be something other. What if? 
that's my invitation for today in today's podcast to just ask those questions. They might be uncomfortable questions to ask. They might feel unnerving. They might feel scary. They also perhaps might feel liberating. The website is sacredspacehealing.org. That's sacredspacehealing.org. Wherever you may be on your journey, I wish you much joy and inspiration. Until the next time. So it is and so it shall be.